Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing, and for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening, am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S. They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast Growing Trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to fastgrowingtrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout. This podcast is sponsored by Blackout Coffee. Start your day off with a hot cup of American-made Blackout Coffee. It's delicious, I guarantee that. It's family-owned, premium coffee, fresh roasted, and yes, you've heard me correct in the past, it's shipped out within 48 hours of roasting. Go to blackoutcoffee.com, promo code PDB, for 20% off your first purchase. It's Friday, 9 February. Now, two notable events occurred on this date in history. It was on this day in 1964, I believe it was 8 p.m. East Coast time, when the Beatles first performed live on The Ed Sullivan Show. It was their first live performance in the U.S. And also, on 9 February, in a shameless bit of self-promotion, more years ago than I care to admit, I was born. And people around the globe are still debating which of those two events had more impact on the world stage. And with that, welcome to the President's Daily Brief. I'm Mike Baker, your eyes and ears on the world stage. Let's get briefed. We'll kick things off in Ukraine, where President Zelensky officially removed his top general in a significant shakeup of the country's military leadership. Later, Russia is increasingly relying on North Korea well, there's a marriage made in heaven, and North Korean-made ballistic missiles for their war effort in Ukraine, prompting outrage this week from U.S. diplomats at the U.N. Plus, U.S.-backed forces in Syria are making a plea for greater military aid in the wake of a deadly drone attack by Iranian-backed militants. And finally, in today's Back of the Brief, we'll dive into reports that China, Russia, and Iran are stepping up efforts to illegally acquire sensitive U.S. technology for their weapons programs. But first up, the PDB Spotlight. Let's begin with the situation in Ukraine, where President Zelensky has officially removed the country's top general and commander-in-chief of their military in a controversial shakeup of the country's leadership. After numerous reports suggesting his imminent ousting, General Valery Zeluzhny was replaced on Thursday by Colonel General Oleksandr Sirsky, who had previously been serving as Ukraine's commander of ground forces. The move promises to likely upset many within the military and the general public. Zeluzhny is a widely respected figure in Ukraine. A December poll showed trust in Zelensky had fallen to 62%, while Zeluzhny enjoyed the support of roughly 88% of Ukrainians. That's according to a Wall Street Journal report. 
Insiders have alleged that Zelensky was increasingly threatened by this popularity. Now, Zelensky said Thursday in a statement, quote, I am grateful for every victory that we achieved together. He added that he and Zeluzhny spoke frankly today about what needs to change in the army. Zeluzhny, for his part, did not protest his ousting. In a statement, Zeluzhny said the decision was, quote, about the need to change approaches and strategy. He added, the tasks of 2022 are different from the tasks of 2024. Therefore, everyone must change and adapt to new realities as well, end quote. Now, the tension has been building for months, as the pair had an increasingly public falling out. In December, Zeluzhny criticized Zelensky's decision to fire all of Ukraine's regional military recruitment heads and has consistently rebuffed the somewhat rosy picture of Ukraine's war effort that Zelensky has championed publicly. Reports last week alleged that Zelensky had offered Zeluzhny a new role as a defense advisor in his bid to move him out of the way, but that Zeluzhny refused. Now, Zeluzhny's replacement, General Sierski, also appears to enjoy the admiration and respect of his peers and frontline soldiers. The 58-year-old led the successful defense of Kiev in the early days of the conflict. Later, he helped lead the lightning offensive in the northeastern Kharkiv region, which saw Ukrainian forces retake hundreds of square miles of territory. In April of 2022, for his efforts, Sirsky was named a hero of Ukraine, the country's highest honor. Sirsky has said that his priority during this transition is troop morale. He's known for regularly visiting soldiers on the front lines. Now, Colonel General Mikhail Kovol, a senior Ukrainian commander, told the Wall Street Journal, quote, Ukraine is very lucky to have such a general. Early last year, Sirsky led the defense of the eastern city of Bakhmut, a bloody affair that saw the deaths of thousands of soldiers. Now, at that time, he faced criticism, particularly over that episode, for his battlefield tactics, with some claiming he's too willing to sacrifice Ukrainian blood for relatively small gains. The leadership shakeup comes at a time of significant uncertainty for Ukraine as they continue to repel Russian forces. The future of the conflict, in many ways, hinges on continued foreign aid to replenish their military and financial reserves. Leaders of the European Union recently overcame a block on funding by Hungary, approving a 50 billion euro aid package for Ukraine on 1 February. In the U.S., however, a roughly $60 billion aid package remains stuck in Congress. The U.S. Senate failed to pass the package on Wednesday due to it being tied to controversial border security proposals. However, on Thursday, the Senate voted to advance a standalone $95.3 billion foreign aid package, which also includes funds for Israel and Taiwan. The chamber is still debating possible amendments, and the bill will have to withstand a final vote in the coming days. Ukraine and Zelensky are at a pivotal moment in the conflict, now entering its third year. He has several critical tasks, maintaining unity and cohesion within his government and military leadership, maintaining needed manpower and morale levels within his military, aggressively and openly fighting against any evidence of corruption within government, particularly the procurement process, improving the transparency of Ukraine's use of the international aid, and shoring up the support in the U.S. on Capitol Hill for continued aid. That is quite a to-do list. Putin, however, is playing a waiting game. 
He believes that he can win a war of attrition. I mean, Russia has the manpower advantage, and Putin has solidified support from Iran and North Korea for the provision of munitions, missiles, and necessary hardware. Putin believes that he can outlast Zelensky, that the West will grow tired of the conflict and the cost of supporting Ukraine. And frankly, given the inability of U.S. politicians to come to an agreement on a new aid package, he may be right. Coming up after the break, we'll discuss Russia's use of North Korean-made ballistic missiles, as well as the situation in Syria, where U.S.-backed forces are making a plea for greater military aid in the face of attacks by Iranian-backed militias. I'll be right back. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, once again, Pure Talk is investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. Now, you've heard me talk about Pure Talk before, right? How they provide excellent coverage and service with industry-beating rates. And now, I'm happy to announce that Pure Talk is also providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. Look, that's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Bring your phone, and Pure Talk's eSIM technology makes switching so simple. Or you can get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch to the cell phone company that I know will provide you with outstanding service and value, Pure Talk. Just go to puretalk.com baker, that's B-A-K-E-R, just like you imagined, to start saving today. And when you do, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, visit puretalk.com baker to start saving on wireless at home and abroad. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, we made it through winter. Look at that. And spring, well, it's in full bloom, which of course means summer is just around the corner. You see how I figured that out? And that means more time spent outdoors. Not to mention, you got to get into summer shape, huh? Factor can help you spend less time in the kitchen and make sure you're eating well and meeting your wellness goals. Factors, no prep, no mess meals, save time, and help with getting and keeping you in great shape for summer, thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors, fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. Seriously, it's going to be beach time soon. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking or cleaning up. Factor is part of our meal routine at the Baker Compound. And I can tell you, food is delicious and it's a complete time saver. Head to factormeals.com slash pdb50, that's five zero, and use code pdb50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code pdb50 at factormeals.com slash pdb50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Welcome back. Staying with the war in Ukraine, it appears Russia is increasingly using North Korean-made ballistic missiles in their attacks on Ukrainian cities, prompting outrage this week from U.S. diplomats at the U.N. And frankly, nobody does outrage better than U.S. diplomats at the U.N. 
Robert Wood, the U.S. alternate representative for special political affairs in the U.N., said Tuesday that U.S. intelligence showed Russian forces had used North Korean missiles at least nine times since late December, according to a report from Business Insider. In remarks at the U.N., Wood said Russia and North Korea, quote, must be held accountable for their actions, which undermine long-standing obligations under U.N. Security Council resolutions, end quote. The South Korean ambassador to the U.N. echoed Wood's concerns, saying Russia used these missiles in attacks on 30 December to January and 4 January. He alleged that North Korea is using Ukraine as, quote, a test site of its nuclear-capable missiles. Following a Russia attack on Wednesday in the city of Kharkiv, Ukrainian officials said an initial review showed that two of the five missiles used were made by North Korea. Wednesday's attack killed at least five civilians and injured more than 50 others. The latest incident comes as we're learning more about the financial arrangements between the Putin regime and North Korea. A report from the New York Times published Wednesday found that Russia has unfrozen roughly $9 million in North Korean assets in exchange for the continued flow of munitions and missiles. Citing intelligence officials in the U.S. and U.K., the report said North Korean front companies were opening new accounts in Russian territory to allow movement of the funds. The $9 million is reportedly part of roughly $30 million of frozen North Korean assets being held by Russia. Western officials have grown increasingly concerned over the relationship between Russia and North Korea. In exchange for their military equipment, Russia is also reportedly providing the Kim regime with technological assistance for their ballistic missile and reconnaissance satellite programs. All right, shifting gears to the Middle East. U.S.-backed forces in Syria are making a plea for greater military aid in the wake of a deadly drone attack by Iranian-backed militants that killed six of their soldiers. The Kurdish-led Syrian Democratic Forces have been a key ally of the U.S. in fighting the remnants of the Islamic State, or ISIS, as well as Iranian-backed militias in Syria. Maslum Abdi, commander of the SDF, said Thursday that their fighters are in desperate need of additional air defenses to protect against enemy attack drones, according to an exclusive Reuters report. As a reminder, a base housing U.S. troops and allied Kurdish forces in eastern Syria suffered a drone attack on February 4th, linked to the Islamic resistance in Iraq, and that is an umbrella group of Shiite Muslim militias with close links to Iran's IRGC. The drone attack resulted in the death of six Kurdish soldiers. It marked the first significant attack by Iranian-backed militias in the region since the U.S. began retaliatory strikes last Friday in Iraq and Syria. SDF Commander Abdi told Reuters it is, quote, a dangerous development when our camps are targeted in drone attacks by factions backed by Iran. He added that they require technical capabilities and an increase in the aerial defensive systems if they are to defend themselves from further aerial assaults. Addressing rumors that the U.S. may withdraw forces from the region, Abdi said he had received assurances from U.S. military officials that the mission in Syria would continue. He warned that a U.S. withdrawal would multiply several times over the threat posed by Iranian-backed militant groups. The Islamic resistance in Iraq previously claimed responsibility for that deadly attack on U.S. troops in Jordan. A key player in this coalition is, of course, Qatayb Hezbollah. And on Thursday, 
The U.S. took out one of their top commanders in a drone strike in Baghdad. All right, coming up in today's Back of the Brief, we'll look into reports that China, Russia, and Iran are stepping up efforts to illegally acquire sensitive U.S. technology. That revelation is almost as shocking as learning that there's gambling going on in Rick's Cafe. I'll be right back. Ready to elevate your range day or hunting trip? Silencers are the best upgrade you can make to your firearm. And yes, they're completely legal. Silencer Shop makes getting your suppressor easier than ever. Silencer Shop is the nation's largest suppressor distributor, and they'll help get your new suppressor quickly and easily. Suppressor approvals are coming back faster than ever, often in just a few days. Silencer Shop guarantees an exceptional experience with their top-notch customer service, unbeatable prices, and renowned submission simplicity and accuracy. They partner with over 6,000 local gun stores nationwide to ensure easy access to the best suppressors. And at Silencer Shop, a portion of your online purchase supports your favorite gun stores directly. In just five minutes, you can have your fingerprints and paperwork ready to go, thanks to the Silencer Shop kiosk. There is nothing easier. If you're not using Silencer Shop, you're working too hard for your suppressors. The one-and-done solution for your suppressor needs, ensuring a headache-free purchase. Explore Silencer Shop for your next suppressor edition and immediately open your eyes to a better shooting experience. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are, and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. In today's Back of the Brief, the U.S. Department of Homeland Security is warning that Iran, China, and Russia are all attempting to illegally acquire sensitive U.S. technology for use in their weapons programs. Jim Mancuso, the assistant director of the Global Trade Division at Homeland Security Investigations, told ABC News on Wednesday that our adversaries are increasingly relying on a, quote, very extensive network to procure U.S. technology and bypass export laws to get the goods to places like Iran. Mancuso said, quote, the Iranian drones that are being recovered on the battlefield in Ukraine, that are being recovered in the battlefield throughout the Middle East, they do have sensitive U.S. communication systems, and they have sensitive microelectronics, end quote. Now, some of these parts can reportedly be found in common items like radios. The networks use companies to buy the technology, manipulating sellers into thinking that the goods are bound for legitimate businesses in places like China, before rerouting the shipments to U.S. adversaries. Mancuso said, quote, They're going to China, and then from China... They're going to be loaded on an Iranian aircraft, and they're going to be flown to Iran. He added that Russian networks are also repackaging sensitive U.S. equipment to send to the front lines in Ukraine. The warning comes as the U.S. Department of Justice announced charges on Wednesday against two Iranian nationals and a U.S. citizen for engaging in schemes 
to transfer sensitive technology, goods, and information to China and Iran. The scheme included technology used to detect nuclear missile launches and track ballistic and hypersonic missiles, according to a report by Axios. The Justice Department said Wednesday their disruptive technology strike force continues to work tirelessly to unwind these hostile intelligence and criminal networks. Now, as an aside, this issue, theft of technology, theft of intellectual property, theft of research and development, it has been a problem for many decades. This is not something new. The Chinese regime has been the number one perpetrator of economic espionage and theft of critical information. But certainly Russia, Iran, and others with sufficient resources are also busy stealing whatever they can get their hands on. They do this through a wide variety of means, some relatively pedestrian, attendance at trade conferences or academic events and other forums. There's the old-fashioned espionage efforts of recruitment of human sources with access to information of interest. There's cyber attacks and access through technical means. There's front companies. And the cost of the damage done over the years is almost impossible to calculate. And that, my friends, is the President's Daily Brief for Friday, 9 February. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to me at pdb at thefirsttv.com. I'm Mike Baker, another year older, and I'll be back later today with the PDB Afternoon Bulletin. Until then, stay informed, stay safe, stay cool. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.